Welcome to The Concierge CPA. I'm Jackie Meyer, founder of The Concierge Accountant Program and Tax Done IQ Software. This is a podcast for accounting firm owners and influencers who are pursuing world-class service. We discuss their path to excellence, their daily habits, and what influences them and their work. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around till the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go, y'all. Welcome, welcome. Jackie Meyer here with the Concierge CPA podcast. I have the amazing, wonderful Crystal Wampler with me. It is not Wampler. We just clarified that. So, uh, you know, I tend to mispronounce, especially with my Southern roots, some people's names, but I'm really happy to finally have you, Crystal. We've known each other a while through just meeting at conferences and then you've touched base and I've always appreciated the fact that you've been so friendly and warm when like I'm running around like my chick, like a chicken with my head cut off. And, um, you've always got really interesting things to, to talk about and updates. So why don't you give everybody a little bit about your background? Because it is quite interesting where you are now and where you came from. Sure. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me as a guest. I, I really appreciate it. And I've admired you for a very long time and respected what you do and the way you treat people. And so I appreciate that. Thank you. So um, where do I start? So let's start with uh, what I'm doing now and we'll kind of work backwards or maybe let's work backwards. So I, I started off, you know, dating the CPA Let's see here. He he worked for five Arthur Anderson for a long time. And I saw him do a clinic helping people. And I realized that communication was super important. So I went to school. I went actually went to Purdue, Indiana. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. And I got a public relations degree because I saw my parents, you know, working in business and I knew communication was important. And I saw how CPAs from some of them struggle with communication and marketing and I really wanted to learn. And so I ended up working at Walgreens corporate tax department after school. And I, um, I, I learned how to, to, you know, work with CPAs and, and things like that. And then I moved on to, you know, I noticed that I was always trying to like fight against the, the glass ceiling and I was, you know, the boys club and I was getting so tired of it. And, you know, watching my parents work for themselves, it just, it seemed like a natural thing to do. So I left there, got my insurance license, and I later um, ended up, you know, moving out to California and partnering with a CPA and, um, you know, learning from Dominique Molina about, you know, comprehensive tax planning. But you know, what I really learned is that there's so many different strategies and there's really, it's about curating relationships and teams. And that's where I come in to, to where I can help, you know, business owners grow. And so I, um, I launched Connectix, which is a cannabis financial advisory solutions group, because in, when I was 30 years old, I got fibromyalgia. And um, so I was really sick. I was on 13 different medications and I was, my body was literally shutting down. 
And so I had to do something. And so I found medical cannabis. And so I moved across the country to get my medical license and learn about cannabis. And long story short with that is that I ended up, you know, getting off of all my medication, losing 40 pounds, you know, launching a company, um, getting super healthy. And then I launched the Crypto Cannabis Show. And the Crypto Cannabis Show is an international faith-based show where we provide a platform to help grow and educate and inspire business owners within the five C's. And I know this is going to be super crazy, but the five C's are price, cannabis, cybersecurity, cryptocurrency, and CPA. Love it. I was about to say, I'm going to name this episode something with many C's. Um, but the five C's is perfect. So people will have to watch <laughs> it to, or listen to it to know what, what that means. But yeah, I mean, gosh, that's such a crazy combination of stuff. And I think, especially from the accounting world, I know you're cool with me being transparent, but like people are like, oh, cannabis, oh, I don't want to touch that, you know, or it's still illegal in my states. I had, I'm in, um, you know, C12 group, which is this business Christian business roundtable group, we meet once a month. And one of my peers a couple months ago was like, I had someone show up at a work site and randomly drug test and be positive for uh, cannabis or for marijuana. And, um, and they're like, should I fire them? And I was like, you know what? They might have a legal prescription. I mean, even in Texas, you've got PTSD, you can qualify for it and some other like serious medical conditions that you can get uh, a medical prescription for. And I said, you need to give them the benefit of the doubt and just talk it out because it could have been several days ago. I mean, why does it matter if it's something that helped them medically, you know, several days ago versus it's not like they were doing it on the job that day. And so I think people need to have an open mind and open perspective on these things because it is a life-saving thing for there's a lot of mental disorders that it can help with and then you know these physical fibromyalgia and whatnot I'm actually a strong believer in it myself even though I live in one of the worst states uh for it so tell us a little bit more about how did you realize like it was fibromyalgia I myself am diagnosed with chronic fatigue which you probably know is like when they can't figure out what what else is wrong with you they're going to throw you in the chronic fatigue bucket um, and so I just try my best to get my sleep and like keep the best, you know, care of my own health. Did it take you a long time to realize or get that diagnosis or how did that come about? It, you know, what? it did take me a long time, you know, back at, when I was 30, I'm 46 now. So 16 years ago, they didn't really have a diagnosis for it. And so that's one of the problems was they put me on so many different medications trying to figure it out. And so it took probably, you know, five, five, six, seven years, you know, before they actually was like, okay, you have fibromyalgia. And I'm like, well, what is that? And they're like, it's an autoimmune disease. And like you, Jackie, it's, you know, widespread pain, it's fatigue. And if you have stress in your life, oh girl, it is bad. <laughs> yeah. They say that, well, some people think that it an external way of expressing internal stress, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's really crazy how the body like physically comes together with 
that, you know, the, the mental trauma or stressors or pain that you might be going through. Oh yeah. And I was, I was recovering from, you know, mental trauma, bad marriage, you know, going through therapy, just trying to, to do the right things. And, you know, being transparent is one of the things that I, I love. And so by me being transparent, I feel like I can, you know, share my story and, you know, the struggles that I went through and maybe help somebody else. For sure. I, I agree. I think that I was very closed lip about the chronic fatigue for many years because I thought people would look down on it or it would like negatively impact their view of me as a CPA firm owner. And so now that I've sold my CPA firm, I feel more liberated to be able to talk about stuff like that. And so it seems like every month or so, like there's more and more that I tend to share because there are so many people going through these things and it is the worst feeling in the world to be alone with it. Oh, uh, yeah. Having a community is like so key. So, so how could someone reach out to you? I normally do this at the end of the session, but in case there is someone listening and they're like, I need to talk to Crystal. I'm having a lot of, you know, pain and problems. How could they reach out to you? Crystal at canethics.com. You can be ethical in the cannabis industry, or you can give me a call at 714-402-7637. Awesome. Thank you for that. Now, there was a lot to that story of yours. Uh, Let's talk about this new show that you're doing. How long has it been going on? Tell me the name again and how people can access it. Okay, so the name is The Crypto Cannaverse Show. And so I came up with The Crypto Cannaverse because, you know, I had to learn cryptocurrency and it ended up getting me out of a bad marriage and into a new partnership. And um, it's really going to change people's lives. It gives, you know, people an opportunity to, you know, invest and, and own something. Uh, that normally wouldn't. And so I think it's really opening up the borders. And, you know, there's, there's people that, you know, launched a, uh, an NFT where, or cryptocurrency coin, where you can go and you can read the Bible and you can earn, you know, cryptocurrency for, for studying and, you know, unlocking different keys. So it's pretty cool. And, um, and so the canna part obviously is because of cannabis, right? And then verses, you know, Bible verse, diversity, um, and versification. You know, we, we always need to diversify, you know, our, our, our investments. And, and um, so, yeah, that's, that's where the Crypto Cannaverse came. And you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Awesome. And so what does a typical episode look like? I mean, are you doing little segments about each of those things or do you tend to focus in on one particular topic? So I'm doing uh, little segments about each of them, but they all revolve around, you know, cannabis or crypto. Um, I, I was doing, so I went to the CPA today accounting uh, event and it's accounting today's event and it was forum the form firm builder. And it was last month in San Diego. And I found that there was nothing there on cannabis or crypto, number one. And number two, there's CPAs out there that there's 49% of CPAs that do not do advisory firm 
or advisory services. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, even crazier that you actually got a statistic on that because it's really hard to figure out who's doing what. It's really hard to pinpoint tax advisors in particular, let alone advisory in general. But yeah, I mean, that I believe it for sure. And then what is the definition of advisory for the ones that are doing it, right? Exactly. And then so another point that I learned was that these CPA but you know, firms are financial planning, not financial plan, planning firms, comprehensive tax planning firms. When they niche down, they grew their business within one year by 79%. And so I figured I needed to really niche down. And so now I have, you know, CPAs and um, cannabis companies and Web3 cryptocurrency companies and cybersecurity is changing so rapidly with web three, that it's super important to stay educated. It's, it's not something that I'm super passionate about. So it's a struggle, but it's, it's a need and it, it needs to be taught. And then, you know, Christ, you know, if, if you came to my show, what we would do is we start with a Bible verse and we talk about a Bible verse. We, you know, the God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So I always start the show with Bible verse and we have international people that are Christian and non-Christian that attend. Um, as long as you're within the five C's or you want to learn about the five C's, you're welcome. And we then move on to a speaker within the five C's that they're either there to find, you know, some sort of missing puzzle piece. It could be, you know, a CPA firm looking for a partnership. You know, maybe they're looking to launch another department or maybe they want to open up in another city. Uh, maybe they want to sell their company. You know, um, maybe, you know, there's so many different things that, as you know, that they need. And so, or maybe it's a cannabis company looking for an advisor or mm -hmm. they're looking for marketing or they're looking for investors or, they're, you know, whatever they're looking for, we provide a platform. So they can come and help grow and educate and inspire us. And so not all of my episodes are aired live because sometimes I have companies that are launching things that are, they have to, you know, there's a lot of NDAs around it um, and they can't quite talk about it. There's patents pending and, and things like that. So, but I do try to air little snippets, you know, to, to help educate and grow that the industry, but um, after the presentation, um, we then go to Q&A. So whoever comes gets to ask questions and learn. And then I allow the people that attend 60 seconds to tell us about their business and what they're doing. Kind of do a little networking. Everybody can put their contact information inside the chat. And then we close up with um, a prayer. And awesome. that's it. So let me ask a dumb question. What What is Web3? So Web3 is, that's not a dumb question. I'm still learning all the time. <laughs> you know, Web3 is, that's a good question. You know, you, you asked me that and that's difficult, but Web3 is, it's kind of like Web2, which is, you know, the our websites, our internet, but it's different kinds of technology and different ways of creating code. It's code and it's very different. You have to come on the show and check it out. I'm, I'm learning all the time what Web3 and 
crypto and how they work in NFTs and oh, it's so interesting, but it changes all the time. I just asked GPT-4 and it says, yeah, it said pretty much exactly what you said. So it's a generation of internet technology that incorporates the use of blockchain and decentralized networks. Yes. Um, it has interoperability. That's an interesting word. Creating a more fluid internet and gives people more control over their data. Interesting. Okay. So we could talk about that all day, but I want to talk about things that are more interesting to me, which are <laughs> what is going on with the cannabis industry? What are key things that accountants need to know? And how are people doing that are entrepreneurs that are running cannabis businesses? I'm assuming it's going splendid, right? Like it's, it seems like a thriving industry, right? Well, it seems like that. You would think that it is, but, you know, it's, it's big pharma taking over there. You know, there's the little people, the mom and pops that, you know, launch their companies and hopefully they're building for an exit because they're going to be gobbled up. But because of the tax rules and 280E, um, you know, and not being able to, uh, you know, the cost of goods sold is just insane with 280E. You can't, it's just so different, difficult. But if you use, if you're doing like vertically integrated companies, you're great. If you're, you know, what is it called when you're not in the business? You're a, um, you're not, you're an auxiliary company. Auxiliary companies are doing fantastic, you know, like CPAs that are helping cannabis companies or um, banking or, you know, attorneys, but the people that are actually growing it, they're, it's, it's really difficult for them because, you know, costs are going down, you know, the, the cities and states are opening up so you can grow your own. So how do you manage those those costs? And it's interesting, but, and what was the other question? Oh, that's okay. So just to clarify, 280E, which I don't know a ton about it, but I know that it's, it's essentially disallowing a deduction for if you uh, are trafficking illegal drugs per the federal government, right? And so right. you're saying that people that don't directly <laughs> traffic the drugs, right. they don't have that limitation, but the ones that do, do. And then you're mentioning that, which I didn't realize this, but of course it makes sense that the big companies are monopolizing the, um, the spread and flow of cannabis. Oh, that's so frustrating. So Okay, so the businesses are struggling, but the CPA firms and whatnot that are helping them are doing well. Are there actual tax strategies that can, you know, optimize a cannabis business or is it pretty like, you know, cuffed up in regards to things you can do? Well, I am not a CPA, but I can talk about some tax strategies that the cannabis industries are doing. Um, you know, recently about a year, a year ago, they started allowing, you know, ERC credits, employee retention credits to be done. Um, they allow cost segregation to be done. What else do they allow? You can create management companies, marketing companies. So like separating, separation of business activities so that you can deduct that stuff. And okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's super important because, you know, if you're touching the plant, you know, you can't deduct it. But if you're doing something that you're not, you know, like, for example, there could be a worker that goes in and does trimming, right? Well, that's, you can't deduct that. But 
if she's then out on the front line, um, you know, doing accounting work or, or doing other kinds of, you know, processes, you can deduct that. It's just all in making sure that you have a really good accounting team. And so I, I partner with, you know, accounting teams and CPAs across the nation because, you know, each state is so different that cannabis is moving so quickly that if you don't have the right team, you're not going to grow and be able to change as fast as you should. And so that's what my forte is, is bringing the teams together that, you know, are, are really know what they're talking about and can kind of dig into the weeds and, and help you figure it out. Cool. No, that's, those are, those are good tips. And then with crypto, what's like, what's the latest going on there? What's something interesting that accountants or entrepreneurs might want to know that you can think of? So I, I believe it's the ethernet. Check that out. Ask chat GPT really quick <laughs> about ethernet. And, what does it think uh, about ethernet? Yes. Okay. So let me know what you what you come up with. Okay. Let's see. All right. Oh, it doesn't have personal opinions. However, it will give objective analysis based on the info info it's been trained on. So Ethernet's a well-established technology for connecting computers in a local area network, a LAN network. And it's become the standard of wired networking. Is that what we're talking about? I think I'm actually pulling up the wrong. Let me look really fast. Check out EtherScan. Ah, there we go. EtherScan. I always confuse Ethernet and EtherScan. <laughs> and my um, my partner slash boyfriend, he's a he's a crypto guru, and he comes on the show and answers all of these amazing questions. Ah, uh, okay. Yep, that works. So EtherScan's widely used block explorer for Ethereum blockchain. Wow. I'm sounding dumber by the moment here. But ask how it works with um, CPAs. Oh, okay. Maybe I should have GPT-4 interviewed on, oh my gosh, I should do an episode that I interviewed GPT-4. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be so amazing. But um, so yeah, there's this actually this super, this super cool show called The Crypto Hunters. It's like the amazing race. And just had them on uh, on my show, and they are launching across multiple different countries. And what they're doing is they're um, they're going to have people come on and and you know hunt crypto and answer questions. And I guess it's for like a million dollars that you can win in this. But the open casting for LA is going to be in like a month, so that's pretty neat. But yeah, so I'm I'm looking for different products for cryptocurrency CPAs as well. I have a CPA that wrote the cryptocurrency tax blueprint, and he'll be coming on my show actually in this is in June this month. So I'm going to learn a lot about that at that point. Can, can which you share I'm his name? Excited. Yeah, I can. Let me really fast so I can pull up his name. Yeah, while you do that, I pulled up how EtherScan works for CPAs. And so it can do audit and verification to independently verify transactions that occurred in the Ethereum blockchain. For tax prep, you it can help you determine the cost basis and it can help with fraud detection. 
So things that are misrepresented in the details of transactions. So it, yeah, there's a lot to it. It's a super important um, technology for sure. His name is Kirk Phillips. He's coming on the show on June 16th, and he's going to be talking about the crypto tax blueprint, and he's a CPA. So I'm super excited to learn about that. Accounting Forum, they didn't have anything related to cryptocurrency or you know anything like that. So I'm really excited about learning learning from him and finding finding out what they're doing in the world of CPA and crypto. So definitely tune in. We'll all learn something. <laughs> For sure. Okay, cool. So let's switch gears. I always like to ask, what is one book or talk that every listener should drop everything after listening to us now and go find immediately? But I'm going to guess it's probably your Crypto Cannabis show, right? It is because, you know, I'm always, I love learning new things. I'm a starter, not a finisher. And so I love having new things on the show, keeping it interesting. There's always really cool companies that come on and you get to ask questions and, you know, grow and network and, you know, CPAs can learn different niches, you know, by coming onto the show, if they want to learn about crypto or they want to learn about web three, or they want to learn, you know, about cannabis industry um, or just how businesses are operating. Most of the business that businesses that do come on my show are, um, high net worth businesses that, you know, are multimillionaires. And so it's pretty interesting. And, you know, it's a, it's a way for them to learn. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. What is a current challenge that you're facing? And let's maybe do a little coaching through it and see if I can help. So the current challenge is, is the five C's niche enough? Because, you know, as I went to the accounting today forum and found that you know, when you get down, you can grow your company by 79% within, you know, the first year. And so one of the five C's that I'm not a huge fan of, I mean, I need to learn, I'm learning about the five C's all the times because it's, it's areas where things are changing so much all the time, but is cybersecurity. I'm just not passionate about it. And so do you think I'm doing a disservice to that community by, you know, trying to learn and teach about something that I'm not passionate about? Mm-hmm. Have you feedbacked the community about it? Like, have you surveyed them? No, I haven't. That's okay. probably a good idea. Yeah. So that's the first thing that comes to mind is ask them, right? So if you're always wondering what people are thinking, ask them. Now, surveys are very hard to get people to do. And so you might even just need to reach out, offer a quick like 30 minutes that you can just give some updates and then maybe ask their opinion on it as well. But I'd say if they say that it's helping them, then keep doing it because that's part of your purpose, even if it's not your passion. Um, and But if they're not getting a lot out of it, scrap it. <laughs> that's such a good idea. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to do that. How would I go about creating a survey? Well, you can use SurveyMonkey, um, HubSpot. Some CRMs like HubSpot and whatnot have different surveys. Um, what CRM do you use? If Do you have like a customer relationship management software that you use? I do not use a CRM at the moment. It's an Excel spreadsheet. Okay. I have tried <laughs> several CRMs, but it seems like I get started and then, you know, it gets really messy. 
but I, I I'm getting to the point where I'm going to have to just do it because I'm starting to get so many clients and referrals, but I, my, my thing is quality over quantity. Do you think that that's going to, so tell me how, if I'm doing quality over quantity, how would a CRM help me? Yeah, good question. So our HubSpot is overrun with quantity right now. And so almost on the daily, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is too much. We need to go back to the quality focus and the relationships. A CRM that I would use if I didn't have a big team and you know a SaaS software after run, blah, 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 would be Nimble, Nimble CRM. And it is like so easy to use. It will give you reminders to like touch base with people that you think are important, right? So you just mark them like, these are VIPs. I want to make sure that I touch base every quarter with them. And then it just gives you like a little reminder. And so I think that's really handy with relationship management. Um, When you get really busy and distracted and you're like, oh yeah, I probably need to check in with Bob or Jane or, you know, whoever that is. So I would look into that for you. Thank you. That's, that's a really, really nice little tip because you know, I've always kept it super small and only worked with a handful of clients so that I could give them, you know, handhold them. And, you know, my, my marketing and my business development doesn't really work like the average person or the average marketing team, you know, with SEO and email marketing. My, my, my forte is building you know, strategic pipelines and looking for, you know, high level clients that I'm not really, I do work with startups, but I don't work with startups that um, haven't, you know, done a startup before, hasn't, uh, doesn't have the money to put into the infrastructure and the financial planning and the CPAs that they need to. Um, I did that for a long time and I, I learned a lot, but I'm to the point where it's it's really about quality and um, you know really utilizing LinkedIn, which I love LinkedIn. So Nimble integrates with LinkedIn. <gasps> really. And another app that you'll love if you love like getting to know people better is Crystal Nose, C R Y S T A L, and then K N O W S. And it'll actually review someone's LinkedIn profile and give you their like disc personality type and how they want to be interacted with. And it is the coolest thing. That is so cool. So it's Crystal, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L? No, like K-N-O-W-S. Yeah. And I use it if we're doing like potential client sales in, in my CPA firm, I would pull up the candidate and look at their personality type. And I work better with D's, which are more direct and whatnot. The thinkers were always tough because they tend to be the longest sales cycle because they have a billion questions. Well, it's not called thinkers in the disc. It's called um, C's, but we call them thinkers in my coaching program. Um, so I would be like, oh, they're a thinker. I don't, I don't know if I want to work with them. <laughs> that is so clever. I, I love that. And that, um, that all integrates together? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if Nimble has a direct integration with Crystal Nose, but Crystal Nose has a like a Chrome extension that you can use. And so it all kind of comes together pretty easily. Has it been accurate? Oh, yeah. It's super accurate. That is really cool. You know, I had a demo. Um, I don't think, I don't know if it was Crystal Nose, but it was someone like that. And they read me like a book. So I'm, I'm like you. I'm very direct transparent. 
I get to the point, like there's not a lot of sugar coating. It's like, let's see how we can help each other. If we can't, okay, let's, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. So for listeners, you can go to JackieMeyerCPA.com and there's a resource section and like uh vendors that I like section. And I think there's a referral code there for crystal nose. I haven't recommended it in a while. So it excites me whenever it comes back to mind. All right. I want to know switching gears again. I want to know what keeps you balanced in this world? You know, what kind of keeps you happy and healthy? Are there daily routines that you make sure that you do to, to stay on a good path? There are. So one thing I would like to do a shout out is it's called Abide. Abide. It's an app, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's an it's app. wonderful. Yeah. It is so cool. You, yeah. Go ahead. Tell, tell them about it. It's clips of uh, like Christian meditation, right? So you've got a little bit of music playing. And then, so if I go to like hot works where I like to do, um, there's kind of like do it on your own yoga, Pilates, and these little hot boxes. I'll turn that on and it just kind of calms me. Um, or if I'm sh super stressed out, I'll go lay down and just listen to abide. Is that how you would describe it? Yeah, that's exactly how I would describe it. And then there's different um, areas in abide that you can listen to, you know, based on relationships or if you're going through a divorce or, you know, whatever, you can pull that up. And then one of my favorite things that I love to do with it recently is listen to the nighttime bedtime stories. Yeah, those are cool. They are really cool. And so I either like to start with abide or end with abide um, throughout my day. And then um, I like to do CrossFit five days a week. Oh, that's intense. Five. It is intense. It's a 5.30 in the morning. Today we were doing um, right rope, rope climbs and um and squats we, i think we did like over 100 squats with weights um and it's really it's interesting and different like i was saying i'm a i'm a starter not a finisher so i love always keeping busy and changing things and um doing new things and so it keeps me interested but i also love yoga which you know, having fibromyalgia, just being able to stretch and, um, you know, keep yourself nimble is super important. Um, yeah. And then I love, you know, going to church. I love, you know, having prayer groups, things like that. You know, I, I have um, different co-hosts on my show that are, you know, for example, I have a cryptocurrency influencer, you know, he's my co-host. So when, when I have a crypto um, crypto show, I, I have a, 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 a professional, somebody that really knows the industry come on so yeah. that they can educate me and, and, you know, and, and that we're staying on top of things. So I love finding different co-hosts to come in and chat. Like, um, I'm having a CPA who is coming on. And so I'll have, um, a CPA co-host you know, that is doing something interesting, maybe tax planning or is building an advisory service or whatnot. And so I'll have them come on so that they can ask, you know, really good questions and help educate um, our people. I just love curating teams and bringing the, the best people that I can find. So that's, one, that's something that really helps me stay sane as well um, and happy and focused. And 
you're turning working, my phone you're off working in your passion and purpose. Right. I mean, that, that's what it really comes down to. That's so cool. I love it. Yes. Yes. Amen. It's, it's so important and to stay grounded and humble. It's, it's really important. Um, and so I just, I try to practice that. And then I, you know, I have a mantra that I have that I say every day. I don't, you can't really see that actually. Yeah, it's kind of I'll, but I'll read, What is it? <laughs> I'll read it. I'll read it. And plus we're on a podcast, right? So it says, I am the best. I can do it. God is always with me. I am a winner. Today is my day. And so sometimes I'll just repeat that five times when I'm feeling down or, you know, that I can't do that because, you know, Jackie, I don't know if you know this, but you know, when we first started our podcast, I was nervous and, you know, mumbling words, but when I launched my podcast a year and four months ago, um, I wouldn't, I wasn't live. I wasn't um, watching my recordings. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to listen to it, but then I'm like, Hey, you know, if you're going to do this, you're going to try to do it the best you can. So I started listening to myself, getting better and better. And then just after a year, you know, that's, that's a, that's a guest every Friday for a year before I actually launched it on social media. And so it was a big, um, a big step for me, but I'm very proud of myself because I, you know, I never thought that I would be in front of people. I'm always, I love to be the support and to, to help people and, and to have them be the, the outward face and edify them and bring attention to them. So me doing it this way has been fulfilling as well, but it's a growing experience because I'm always uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I get that feeling. Oh my goodness. I hate being on video. I thought I'd gotten over it. And then the other day I was supposed to like, oh, I was trying to use like new AI app that, that makes you into an avatar. And so it said I needed a clip of me talking straight to the camera for like three minutes. And I literally couldn't find one because I hate being on video so much that I'm always like, you know, 30 second clip here, 30 second clip there. I mean, it's so unpolished, but you just kind of keep going, right? Keep trying and, and hope that people understand that it's the knowledge that you're trying to bring to the table and the help that you're trying to bring to the table and not the perfection around the production, right? You know, you're so right about that because what I've noticed is that people appreciate that you're not completely polished, you're not perfect, that you're not editing your videos all the time. You know, because everything out there, now that we have AI and chat GPT-4 and, you know, BARD and all the different, you know, options to help you perfect everything, it's it's kind of nice to see transparent and, and people struggling because, you know, we're not perfect and we're failing forward. You know, as long as you're better than the day that you were, you know, the last time, I think, I think that's what's really important is that you just continue to try and you get better and better and eventually, you know, you'll have really great content. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> now, have you been, okay, last question, and then I'm going to let you go, but have you been playing around a lot with, with BART and GPT-4 and stuff like that? Oh, yes, I have Have you been. done something super cool with it? Like, I, like, I got to write, I, I helped, it helped me write an ebook that was 27 pages about the top strategies I would recommend that accounting firms do. I would put in like two paragraphs of things that were important to me in each chapter. 
And then it would literally expand it. And then I would put in references to like, I want to make sure that we talk about concepts from the four hour work week or atomic habits or some of my favorite books. And it would literally like just fill things that like I couldn't even probably come up with. It was so cool. So that is amazing. I'm so glad to hear that you're using that. And I hope more CPAs and business owners start to use it. I use it for um, topics. So, you know, and I also use it for marketing purposes. Like what's the top 10, you know, cryptocurrency companies. And then, you know, um, tell me why they're the top 10, you know, what are they doing differently? Um, you know, what are some of the tax strategies that they're, they're using? There's, there's so many different things that you can do for research to help you have better content. So that's how I've been using it. And it's really neat. And then, you know, you can take it and have it rewrite articles. You can, you know, there's so many different things that you can do, but giving you ideas is, is really neat. Then you can kind of build off the ideas. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I kind of use it as my editor. So I'll write the initial article and then be like, Hey, you know, add anything that, I, that you think might be missing or pertinent that I didn't cover. And so it helps just oh. kind of, yeah, it helps just kind of clean it up. Like as your own little personalized writing editor, it's pretty cool. That is really, really cool. Have, have you learned any additional like tax strategies that you didn't know through chat GPT or well, something I new? It's, it's all about the prompts that you give it. And so, you know, every chat is a new, like talking to a brand new person, right? Because their bra the brain gets wiped of, of the AI. So you can go back to prior conversations where you said like, hey, here's my writing style. Make sure that when you're editing this, that you continue with this kind of style. And then I'll paste my own written articles into there so that it knows the way that I would talk and make it more conversational versus stuffy. Um, Ooh, so I've had funny. it. I've also had it like look up, you know, top women writers and what's so, like, what's cool about their styles, what makes them really important. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot less influential women writers than there are men. Sometimes I have to correct it and be like, I don't want just men. Give me some females here, you know, um, but it always apologizes and then we go from there. So, yeah. All right. So on that note, we're going to have to wrap up. Crystal, thank you so much for your time today. It was such a pleasure. Give everybody your contact info one more time, please. So it's crystal at C-A-N-E-T-H-I-C-S dot com. And you can give me a call at 714-402-7637. And you can follow me on social media, Crypto Caniverse Show on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, find me. I'm on all of them. Um, if you just find me on uh, LinkedIn at Crystal Wampler, ask me um, to give you a link to my show. I would be happy to do that as well. Awesome. All right. Thanks again, Crystal. It was a pleasure. Take care. Thank you. You too, Jackie. Thank 
you for listening to the Concierge CPA hosted by Tax Plan IQ. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. If you are a successful accounting firm owner or influencer who would like to be on this program, please visit JackieMeyerCPA.com, J-A-C-K-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-C-P-A.com to apply. Please share this on social media and rate us so we can continue our good work. Join our Facebook group called Accounting Firm Influencers or connect with me on most platforms under Jackie Meyer CPA. Thanks for being accountable to transforming our industry today.